fight We don't have to kill Everybody in the whole wide world Really just needs to chill No, we don't have to fuss No, no, no We don't have to fight The way some people are treating each other Is keeping me up all night We got government corruption My first note here your first guest coming up is someone uh, I don't know extremely well, but I would still consider us friends. A very funny dude. You might know him as one third of Ruckus Productions. Anybody? No one. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I like it. Alongside Liam Rado and Logan Brown, I'm talking about Kia Mazar. <laughs> How are we going to compete with the body break guys? Shit. They are really lovely people. Yeah, okay. Thank you for coming, man. Of course, dude. I'm happy you finally had me on. <laughs> Thanks for saving me. Do you remember how we, uh, how we met? Oh, yeah. I'd love to just... It's a little uh, embarrassing for me to know. <laughs> Yay! We met in a bathroom. We met in a bathroom. Not as exciting as it sounds. Physically, and then in an online beef. Yeah, beef's a strong word. Beef was definitely a strong word, but I, I actually, we were talking about this on the way here. I'm like, I wonder if this is gonna come up. So I'm glad this is the first, first thing. thing we're talking about. This is actually fantastic. Well, you were running like a weed comedy show. And right? I was also a baby. Yeah, we were both just getting into it, yeah, yeah. and I couldn't believe yeah. there was a weed comedy show that I wasn't on. Yeah. And I kind of resented you. <laughs> hey, no, wrongly. you know what? I admire the effort. I, I was like, oh, that's what it takes to get into a show. He kept messaging me every week, like, listen, check this out, I can, what I can do. And he's talented! I was like, fuck, I want to put this on the show, but there's some other other people I gotta... Was that jerk, they had jerk me off? <laughs> in a metaphorical, like, sense, yeah. <laughs> they had me on their shows, and now finally I'm producing my shows, I'm like, I gotta give their shows. Yeah. And then one day I was like, hey dude, I really admire your efforts, I just gotta book these other people, and you're like, it's your fucking ego. I don't know if you said fucking, but it definitely said ego. I didn't say ego. And then and then you blocked me. <laughs> I blocked you. Oh, uh, I was I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. But then when you saw me, you were like, uh, you shook my hand. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, it's a little, you know. I think a lot of people don't know that comics are a lot of us at least very insecure people, especially when we're just starting out. It's not the easiest thing to kind of throw yourself into. Uh, well, my very first notes regarding you, I have tree planting adventures and psychedelics, and then I got an arrow from both saying, connected? Yeah, so that explains <laughs> all of this, if you haven't been wondering, if you're wondering, yeah, tree planting and psychedelics. So tell me, like, some of the craziest shit that happened to you while you were tree planting. I saw a picture of you chained in a hole. That wasn't tree planting. That was oh, that wasn't. That was, uh, that, was, that was protesting the, uh, the, look, no, I was. Uh, there was protesting the old growth forest. It's just funny seeing it in a in a shirt and a. Yeah, I know, it's still there. Um, so protesting them trying to cut down, yeah, you were protesting the forest. forest. And, uh, no, we hate the forest. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck these trees. The cut them down, I can't see the views! <laughs> no, it was in BC, uh, and uh, it was uh, Fairy Creek. Anyone remember yes. Fairy Creek? Yeah. 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 Okay. We, did. we went I there. Uh, and then, there. yeah, it was just a, a quick rundown of what happened was, uh, some white dude with uh, with with some with some money offered it to the indigenous people living in the land, and they're like, "Cool, like 
gave them like $20,000 and they were like making millions. I think everyone was like, okay, that's not cool. Like at least like give them some money. And there was like this whole thing, how about we don't cut down our trees? And then uh, when I was tree planting, I was out there and like the, the sky was red, it was smoky and it was quiet because there was no animals around. They were just like, had to, had to leave. I was like, oh fuck. Dead from the smoke. What am I gonna do? And my friend's like, we should, we should go to the, we should go fight police. I'm like, sounds good. Like, that's such a great idea. And so we did. We and were the psych uh, psychedelics involved in that at all? I did not take psychedelics there. It was already a very high stress situation. Okay, I'd probably say. for the best, yeah. Uh, I, if I smoke a cigarette now, I'll get sick if I just like smoke it like right away. There, I would, I smoked a pack a day happily. Crazy. It's crazy what the body will take. Like, yeah, I was smoking. Was that just because everyone else was smoking? Yeah, uh, no, it was like, uh, yeah, no, everyone else was smoking the stress levels. So basically, what we would do is we set up uh, these blocks. Uh, and, and so these blocks, the um, RCMP couldn't go through. Maybe there's like uh, a huge, like, uh, you know, hole that you made or barricade. And there's soft blocks where like a, a quick uh, bulldozer can go through. And a hard block is when you have like, these six foot tall uh, things that people uh, like put themselves on or like the trees or um, the one that I was in was the six foot uh, hole across the road. They, it's it's uh, like a grave. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, it's, it's metaphorical and fun. Uh, basically, you put it on the dirt road and then you uh, tie yourself. To, they dig a hole and put a P PVC pipe in it with a cement on the end where you can latch a um, a little chain to it. Are you guys having fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very informative. Wow. And it's called the dragon. So you clip yourself into the dragon, and then what you are basically in the bottom of the hole, but your arm is also in this hole tied. And then so when the police come in, they're like, "How the fuck are we gonna get this guy out of here?" So as long as you're in there, we wear diapers. As long as you're in the hole, you are in there. You like you stay unless like it starts flooding. We, we stay in this. As much as we can. Thankfully, I didn't have to shit myself. Um, oh God! I, I stayed there for a, a week. Spent three days in the hole, but got to leave like in and out. Oh, um, Jesus! But yeah, I'm starting to realize why psychedelics. This would have been a bad trip. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's already a trip enough. The like, police will be here soon. It's all the things you don't want when you're high on like shrooms or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, it was. Uh, they call it the dragon because when they finally spend hours trying to excavate all around you, it's basically just a waste time for everybody. Uh, when they uh, until the contract gets like uh, like and there's a lot of shit that happens, um, but there's still so much money. It's still happening there. Still. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got yeah. You were there during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there during the pandemic, um, and then the. Well, yeah, so when they excavate you and then they finally get you out, they uh, have to get like a, a saw to get you out, and when they do, the sparks fly, and that's why they call it the dragon. Oh, oh to cut the chain. They okay. cut the chain. Okay. And there's, oh. there's a lot, they have to go through a fucking lot. And it's just, uh, it's crazy. You build this weird relationship with like the cop that's like been taunting you for a few days, but you know you're not gonna give and he knows you're not gonna give. At this point, you guys are just like at work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I always said, like, hey dude, you know we're both kind of doing this for our kids, right? I'm like, you're working here, so uh, you can feed them and I'm here so they can breathe. So, but like, we're having a good time, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting. So during the tree planting though, I saw that you did a, an outdoor drag show. Yeah, that was fun. To you, what was that like? 
That was. And how did that? Who says that in the middle of the forest? Like, you know what we should do? You know what I have in the trunk? A bunch Some of nylon. Trunk tree planters. That's what. <laughs> so you guys put on a little runway show? Yeah, we did. We got all the girls to dress us up, and we oh, took nice. their outfits. I took my uh, girlfriend's outfits and put it on, and then she. Yeah, it was fun. It was in Alberta. But the funny part Not was... Not the place you think you would see it. Yeah, it was like deep in the forest, too. It was deep in the forest. I'm a chameleon. I know how to navigate. Uh, it was deep in the forest, and then the property owners uh, came to watch of, like, the, of the tree. So they were like... They're in. They were Alberta folk. You know what I mean? The hell and, yeah. And then they... After they we, they came out of it, they're actually like, you know, we're not used to this, but it was really funny. It was really good. So it was kind of heartwarming. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Nobody People coming out of their shells a little bit. Yeah, we had to get so drunk. Well, it was, it was, <laughs> drag is harder than I thought. <laughs> I imagine, especially if you're drinking, trying to walk down the runway, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, we, it was like a talent show. Oh, you guys had to have a talent? It was like a talent. We, okay, yeah. what was yours? Uh, or can you say? <laughs> I can do this thing where I can uh, have deep control of my diaphragm. Oh. So when I, I was gonna say no gag reflex or something. I, <laughs> it's part of it. <laughs> my mom. That was my mom. <laughs> do it. <laughs> no, I can. That's how you can tell I, my mom's attracted to you. I can breathe out. <laughs> do it. Maybe you'll take his shirt off. <laughs> You got a Lenny Kravitz on. I do a strip joker show, Ruckus Comedy. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Don't suck. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I, uh, okay, this is gonna be so weird. Anyways, I breathe out and I suck my diaphragm up, and then I, like, there's, I basically, you can see my rib cage. I suck it. Like, you, you see you some yogis do it. It's called a vacuum for anyone who yeah. spends too much time looking at bodybuilding videos on YouTube. Okay. Sorry, that was too personal. This um, is the talent, though. So uh, yeah. Anyways, and then I lie on my back, and then I poured cereal into it with milk. That's crazy. I'm guessing you do that on the regular now, probably at home. <laughs> at home. If you don't want to get up or something. Yeah. No, I I get paid. Awesome. I get paid to do it on my OnlyFans. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> well, we touched on nudity, though, but you are, from what I've seen, someone who is pretty comfortable with their body and, and getting a yeah. little bit naked, right? Yeah, I spent a year in Australia, and I spent it with some... I know you're not supposed to... This is the nicest way of saying it, gypsies. I spent, like, oh, yeah. six months with uh, people who didn't give a fuck. Nudity was pretty chill in some parts of Australia, especially, like, the rainforest parts in the Daintree, so... Isn't there, like, a million things that could bite you in the wrong spot, though? <laughs> You'd think, and I was okay. Actually, I got a bit more in the balls tree planting by a mosquito <laughs> than I have in anything uh, when I was out in Australia. That's kind of suck. You know, you reach in and everyone thinks you have crabs. Well, you probably do. You're sleeping with girls on a tree planting camp, too. Touche, No, I, uh, um, you're gonna have to remind me what we were talking about. Community so, uh, oh. and. Before we continue, Brian? It's good to finally see you in person. I've seen a couple episodes. I wanted to bring you a blunt, but we couldn't get to the reservations <laughs> in time. But I will definitely make sure he goes one. You, you don't want to see my dad hit a blunt. Are you? Do you mostly vape? Do you? Or do you know? No, he's not. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm kind of pure. They bought it. Whole <laughs> Your voice does sound pure, though. Like you. It, it, I love it when you just uh, like going to the episode. Oh. You're making me blush. <laughs> both, both your parents do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <man. laughs> 
You don't want to see them on weed, though. I made a weed cake for. I think we talked about this on the podcast, but I made a weed cake once when they were saying, you know, it's it's legal now. We want to try it. I gave this guy the smallest piece, which he will tell you was the biggest piece ever. It was huge. It was, <laughs> it was huge. No, it wasn't. Anyways. Um, within five minutes, he said, I need to go lie down. And he completely ditched my mom, who had also eaten a piece of cake. And neither of them had any cannabis in their system for like 20 years. So yeah, my dad just went and lied down for the entire night. And my mom reverted to like a 16-year-old version of herself. And my wife and I just took care of her. That was really fun, to be honest. She was hilarious, but... All I have to say is it's not your father's THC. <laughs> I, I was fine back in the day, but stuff today. Yeah, you, you need a, a three dollar Mexican girl. Was it a good time, or was it just like I gotta work through this? I actually had the spins almost. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. Grew up. I'm pretty sure he was barfing. That was an OT. No, I didn't start barf. Oh, you didn't? It was instantaneous. Though. I remember you were like, no, "Let's do this." No, I had a good, I had a good half hour, and then I got really hungry, and I ate a bunch of other stuff, and then I didn't feel so good, so I'm upstairs. <laughs> You know what? It's just a normal Saturday night. You know what? That's <laughs> that stoner friends will tell you. No, dude, that just means your tolerance got better. Now you can smoke more. It's a fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, want to, uh, I want to comment on your hair because I've always loved your hair. Yeah. And I wanted to know, I want to hear from you. What, do you, what are we thinking, white guys with dreads? Is it uh, cool vibes or a little bit of too much cultural appropriate? I have a joke about this, and it's don't ask me questions I don't want to know the answer to. No, okay. <laughs> well, when I think of white guy dreads, yeah. I instantly can smell like a faint smell of bong water and, you know, Doritos. Yeah, it's poor hygiene, THC, not doing your taxes. You know, I know what it's like. Um, <laughs> no, that's when I was in Australia, there's a lot of white dudes with dreads. Oh. I, I'm, a, I'm from Iran, so I'm not, uh, I don't, I'm not even half black. Uh, so you can pull it off, though. So, yeah, thanks, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I, I, I'm not the one who has the final say, but there's so much bigger picture shit to worry about than what a fucking guy... Like, I see people arguing about this on, on Facebook, and I go, this is the paragraph you decided to write. It's <laughs> about how white women shouldn't wear braids, for a rave. Bro, it's fine, they look good. <laughs> but I'm not the one who should be making the final decision on that, but I think uh, there's more important things to worry about than, I think I think we should have fun sharing culture. Yeah. Yeah. I think agree. Yeah. I feel like, like I'm doing a Netflix special. Now there's some of the other stuff I agree, you guys agree with me. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, that was it, it was just uh, How long did it take you to get those? This? You do like the honey and everything? Honey? Yeah, I knew a girl, maybe because she was white, she couldn't get that kind of uh, thing honey. going on, so she would take like beeswax or honey or something. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, one thing I'll say, honey doesn't go bad. True, yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't decide to have dreads. When I was out in Australia, uh, it was like the humidity, I have very, very curly hair. The humidity and the salt water just kind of put it together and a pretty hippie girl told me to just keep ripping them apart and uh, like to the length I like because they they were clumping into their own thing and if I didn't keep ripping them apart like every day they could have clumped into one giant thing you see yeah. I see guys like that and it's yeah. pretty gross and yeah. they, they smell usually too there's <laughs> one guy on the bus. He's got like a big giant coral. I think we. There's one guy in Ottawa. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, you know him, Doc. I know. I have conversations. He wears with this like a guy. Rasta hat. He told me. <laughs> Why did I start a conversation with him? 
I don't know, dude, when you smoke weed outside of your workplace and, <laughs> and that's the only guy, you're like, what's up? <laughs> he told me he made Facebook, so that's really cool. <laughs> okay. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> fucked. That, that, was, that was one of the twins that Mark Zuckerberg fucked up. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> I'm very lucky and normally this would uh, take somebody like eight years to grow. This was like, this is five years? Four years? Wow. Damn, it's still a lot of commitment. Yeah. Kudos. Thanks. Well, that fantastic. Thanks. Um, I want to know because ruckus can get pretty, uh, pretty vulgar, pretty nasty. Yeah. Very sexual. Yeah. But someone else, something tells me there's a like a romantic buried deep in there. Is there any truth to that? Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm proud to say that I'm a good boyfriend. Are you oh. a good boyfriend? Yeah. Is yeah. that just like I'm like confident. Maybe I'm a narcissist, but I've also asked my girlfriend just to okay, make sure. Okay, you've got and then she's that. like, No, you're not. But yeah. Right on. Well, I think, I think she's being honest, yeah. Do you have a question? I know you prepared some stuff for each person. Yes, I do. I, I watched uh, an interview you had a while ago, and you talked a lot about different sorts of drugs that you've tried and all that sort of stuff. And my question simply is, what is your favorite drug and why? LSD. Oh. But I was going to add, maybe, maybe you have a story, yeah. some, some crazy story that pertains to that, that'd be great. Oh, I don't know if I have a general story, because the thing is, a fun story is when shit goes wrong. It goes right every time, dude. Like, I feel like Willy Wonka, and you were walking into my chocolate factory, you know, and I was swinging my cane, taking you down through rabbit holes and shit. Like, uh, one thing I love about LSD is it's it's eight hours long. Uh, I heard twelve sometimes. Twelve sometimes. That's the yes. best Let me know if you ever come across that. That's um, a commitment, though. <laughs> it is a commitment. That's why I like going to raves. That's why I'm going actually Friday. I'm going to a place called Shamala, where. Um, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. So basically, you drive in. They confiscate all of your alcohol, but you put all of your drugs on the uh, passenger side of uh, the car seat, and if there's, it looks like a, like a sellable amount that you're trying to sell, they'll try to seize it. If it looks like it's a personal amount, they'll let you have it. Like float on through, bro. Yeah, and then like, that's pretty much it. And uh, LSD is the biggest one, and then it just like, it's like, it's long enough, it uh, opens you up. I feel like I can like tell, like the smallest thing I can tell them how a person's feeling. I feel like a fucking psychic. You're an it's crazy. Well, and I don't listen, too, right? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm very skeptical about all that shit. I, not, I don't believe in a lot of like, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm like one foot into the spiritual world, but I'm telling you, LSD is good stuff. The government should have kept using it for mind control. They could have really got somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the 70s or something, yeah. CIA was doing something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, we're, we're out of time. We, we gotta keep a, an eye on that. We're about right, so unless there's anything you wanna, you wanna talk about before you go? No, uh, can I plug Ruckus Comedy? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Ruckus Comedy, we uh, also have a podcast, uh, and we do Strip Joker, where uh, if uh, a comedian doesn't make you laugh, they take off a piece of clothing. I play music, it's, it's really fun. Uh, we have themes every time, and then we also do Crowdverse Comics, where you actually get like prizes to heckle us, and we try to... Oh. Alright, well, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay, we gotta get the right notes here. Boom. Color coded. Well, 
The next guest is another guy I don't know that well, but I have laughed quite a bit when I've seen him on stage. He co-produces A Great Indie Room with Dylan Parker at Poor Boy. He's also a skilled cartoonist, which is something I'm very eager to talk to him about, and one of the best damn roast comics you will ever see. I'm talking about Jeff Davis. Yeah. Great Look at these nice chairs. These are straight from the podcast. This is a real Oprah Winfrey one-on-one interview. <laughs> oh. We're gonna get deep, yeah. yeah. How are you doing? That's too deep. <laughs> Please, a little lighter. Much too deep. I think you're another guy that I've met in, in bathrooms a lot. I feel like. Don't tell him about that. Okay. That's not, that's my that's business. Our, our special secret. <laughs> Well, uh, I really want to know how you got into roasts, because you are one of the best roasters. I don't know, because I don't consider myself like a mean person. No, you seem very nice. But I know how to be mean. I know what society dictates upon people, and I have a little fun with that. I don't, I don't believe it. I know how to make it funny. All in good fun, yeah. Yeah. I mean, was there a specific time when you were younger where you remember your first, like, really good burn on somebody that maybe sparked that I fire. was a sensitive little fat kid. Holy shit. <laughs> I think... Like when did that just, defense mechanism kick in? It kicked in at some point because, honestly, the worst part about bullying was how unfunny they were. <laughs> I'm like, you can make fun of me for being fat, but for God's sakes, put something into it. Let's yeah. go, like, let's do it. Like, well, have you ever uh, found a roast about you that you absolutely love that knocked all the other ones out? Oh... I mean, there has to be. I forget them pretty quick. That's a that's a good thing about roasts. Don't let them fester in your head. Yeah, yeah. Let don't, let them, don't let them sit in your head. It's true. I don't think I can do it. Ninety-nine percent fat jokes, which don't bother me anymore. Well, I've heard a lot of that in your own sets. You, you yeah, I know. I'm better fat. at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, got fat? Yeah. Well, listen to this six minutes. <laughs> Fatter than you could ever imagine. And I'm sure the the roasts, roasts is part of that when people try to work like actual food roasts into roast jokes that must come up a lot. I'll walk off the stage if they do a roast, roast. as a food. Oh my god. That's so cliche. Some lady tried to, you know the run in your family joke? No one runs in Jeff's family. I was gonna punch her in the tits. <laughs> don't give me that hack shit. Oh man. And have you ever done a, ro a roast that was so harsh that it actually temporarily like fractured a friendship? where somebody didn't handle it well, you just burn them too. When they don't handle it well, they kind of pretend they handle it well, and I look into their eyes and I'm like, no. I can tell I hurt you. They come up to me like, good one, Jeff. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a couple. Oh. I, you know, I talked about a lady's, you know. No, I don't know. Well, I don't want to say it because it's on camera. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but you know, you know how like, never mind. <laughs> Elaborate for sure. I mean, no censorship here. It's just I went deep on her on something personal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Leave it at that. And she All was right. like, "Good one, Jeff." I'm like, "No, you hated it. I'm sorry." Well, as long as you're, you can apologize. That's another you. thing. When I actually hurt someone's feelings, I break down. I, I don't. I yeah, don't you don't. I don't go. Fuck you, man. You're a comedian. You should. I should be like, oh shit. I'm sorry. No, you don't oh. seem sinister at all. You seem like a big teddy bear. Yeah, I'm a big teddy bear with some emotional problems. <laughs> but overall, I'm still a teddy bear. Well, did you have a good upbringing? Like, where do you think those I emotional did. problems come from? I had too good an upbringing. Oh, I can relate. Far too many treats. Oh. <laughs> My mom loved me a bit too much. 
Hey Jeff, want something to eat while well, dinner's being prepared? <laughs> you, you, better, you better fucking believe it. Well, I don't know if you can do something on the spot, but I wanted to ask you if you could roast me and or my dad. First thing that comes to mind. I don't know if I can It is it. fun seeing an old guy working the computer. <laughs> Even if he knows what he's doing, he just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Oliver, where's the task bar? Oh, I'm having war flashbacks. I can't do this. But I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, yeah. he worked with computers his whole life, but... Oh, back when they were as big as this room in the 60s? <laughs> with punch cards and shit? I did punch cards. Oh, shit. Too real, too real. Going to jalopy to work. I work with computers! Yeah, that was really good, now I kind of don't want you to roast your car to work on a computer. <laughs> Alright, what do you got for me? I'm, I'm gonna... You're too uh, fucking normal and boring, dude. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I, I, guess, I think I have a large head like a Funko Pop. That's what I was gonna say. I'm saying a small body. Your head is just fine. <laughs> I need to grow into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta pick it up. Well, uh, I'm very, very interested in you as a cartoonist as well. I honestly do love your work. I've told you this before. Oh, uh, even though we don't know each other well, it's probably weird to get texts from me being like, Your drawings are so good. Oh, I'm so mad with that. I'm like, thanks. Click. Stay away from my phone for six hours. You were the one, honestly, coming into tonight where I didn't know how I was gonna go, because I'd be like, can't wait to see you, and he would just react with the, the thumbs up. The Which, thumbs up? The tongue. No <laughs> round! <laughs> but is that not true that the thumbs up reaction is, it might as well be a middle finger, I feel like. It's, no! No! To me, when I Relax. see Relax! <laughs> it's fine! <laughs> I don't, I'm, it's not that I don't like the talk, it's just, I don't have the energy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I get that reaction from a lot of people, so maybe I have too much. I like you. Thank you. Alright? Alright, well that was a nice moment. <laughs> this is so sweet. Um, in the world of cartooning though, you, you have a lot of shows in general, I noticed, that we both share, that we absolutely love, like The Simpsons, love the Drew Simpsons. Carey show. Like, <laughs> Moon over Parma, bring my love to me tonight. First season theme song. Oh. We're going bowling. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. They always had good theme songs, though. There was the up every morning just to keep my job. There you go. Has anyone seen the character? Okay. And there's a five o'clock girl who waits for me. Yeah, we talk about that. I watched way too much TV as a kid. I watched shit I didn't like. <laughs> I watched like Murphy Brown when I was seven because I didn't want to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. You weren't the demographic for that one. I couldn't. I watched the fucking Civil Shepherd show. Oh. I was still shit in my pants. I couldn't get Caroline in the City? Yeah. She was a cartoonist. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, and there was another one about a... Oh, all right. <laughs> Caroline? Are you here? Hello? There was another one about a guy who drew to. His name was Dave or something. He had a mullet and glasses. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. What was that called? Oh, no, Garfields? No. It's no. <laughs> animated. Um, the Muppets is another one I noticed. I love the Muppets. Big fan. So, okay, with that in mind, is there a Muppet you relate to the most? And why? I don't want to say Fozzie, because I'm funnier than that loser. Yeah, he's such a hack. <laughs> I, my favorite... Yeah, what a asshole. What a hack. <laughs> um, I mean, I liked Gonzo as a kid. I always went for, like, the weirdo character, the out-of-place character. With the weird dick nose. The weird dick... I had a weird dick nose when I was a kid. We all go through that stage of life. You had the operation. We have a curved dick nose. <laughs> it was a weird choice from the... I like, um... I like Rizzo, the rat. 
He doesn't take rock. shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. All the band guys are always pretty cool. Too. Oh, Dr. Teeth's great. I love Dr. Teeth and yeah. his friends. <laughs> the other ones? Dr. Please. Dr. Teeth. <laughs> oh! Janice. <laughs> Zoot. Animal. Yes. Well, animal, that's kind of easy. Who's the, who's the other mustache? Floyd. Floyd Pepper. I just gotta say, this, this guy looks like he could be in He looks game. like a trumpet. You look like lips. <laughs> Played by Steve Whitmire. Wow. You've been on the IMDb? IMD Jesus. No, I've lived a life. Okay. <laughs> uh, can you tell me what you think is the most underrated Simpsons character? And I also want to know if you can do any Simpsons impressions. Underrated? Um. I mean, they're all rated to me. I think, I like Mo. Mo. Mo's a good guy. Pretty classic, yeah. I don't think I could do a, hey Homer, I'm Mo. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> hey Homer. You captured the essence yeah. of his persona. I'll do Barney. Hey Homer. I think I can do Boney. Uh, Boney? <laughs> Boney Simpson? No, I think I can do Barney though. Hi Homer. Is that him? I think that's He's a good been, season one, Barney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can do the burp. I could do a '87 Homer. Hey, let's get some frosty chocolate milkshakes. Walter Matthau. I'm Walter Matthau. My fucking back hurts. Arr, God damn it! I gotta teach these little bastards how to play baseball. Ah, kill me. Yeah, I'm glad they changed that. Bad news bears. No, no, I mean like the voice. Oh, know. I'm sorry. I thought we were on Walter Matthau. <laughs> no, he's great. Dennis the Menace, uh, please. He's a menace. He's a little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he's always grumpy, that dude. Uh, he grumpy old men. Yeah, he looked just like my grandpa. Really? Oh. Yeah. Did you ever tell your grandpa that? Or did he already know he was well aware? I said, Grandpa, you look like Walter Matthau. and went, shut the fuck up, you little <laughs> fucking bastard. You're a menace. <laughs> Sounds like there was a lot of love there. I love my grandpa, Pa. But he didn't love you, or? He's in love with me. Okay. He's obsessed with me. He's around. He's around. All right. He gets around. Out. You said that like he's walking the streets. He wants the fuck out. All right. I'll take your word for it. Although I don't know what he looks like, so I don't know how to watch out for him really. He looks like Walter Matthau. Are you listening? What kind of interview is this? Here, talk about my grandpa. Don't even fucking listen. Yeah, sure. I think if I saw someone who looked that much like Walter Matthau, I might just think, is this Walter Matthau? Is he back, back from the grave? Yeah. Back. I'm back to do some Marvel movies. They want me back for for Ant-Man 6. Yeah. Oh my god, what character would he play? Oh, the tarantula. <laughs> Do you even know who the tarantula is? Is that a real character? Yeah, Spider-Man. I mean, I'm getting I'm nerdy sick of nerds. I'm sick of nerds. <laughs> Nerd culture's too much. Go back, go back to the library. Quit <laughs> being in my movie theater. Nerds. Oh, and I know I look like I make my own PCs, but I don't know anything. Yeah, you look like a, a dungeon master or something. Yeah, I know that, I'm, yeah, I'm not that guy. I'm actually pretty cool. You look like you only got a, a D20 in your back pocket or something. I've got a D20 in my front pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Too good, oh my god. Um, well, before we move on from cartoons, where did you get inspired to, to become a cartoonist and where do you take your influences from? Because I saw like Ren and Stimpy vibes, kind of. Ren and Stimpy, great cartoon. The guy who created it 
Not the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same with the guy who made Earthworm Jim, apparently he's a... Doug Tenable doesn't care for the gays. <laughs> but he loves Earthworms. <laughs> what can I say? Unless you're a gay Earthworm, then you're... Gay Earthworm? Yeah. You cut them in half, they're bisexual. That's right! Hello, coming up. Maybe I am a nerd. I didn't know. Just not a comic nerd, yeah. And I'm big in the Looney Tunes. Oh, okay. Classics. Looney Tunes. Yeah, they don't get enough love anymore. That's because they're fucking up the franchise with Space Jam 2 and... Oh, I never yeah. saw that one. Me neither, but I know it's... You just... You know, I don't care if Chungus is in that, apparently, though. Who? Oh. Does anyone not know Big Chungus? <laughs> Memes. Yeah, it's like a, this meme they made from a, a certain episode where Bugs Bunny was extra It was hefty. the one where Elmer Fudd was digging for gold. Episode 342. Here we go. <laughs> it was an early Bugs when he was still not cool. He was kind of a dick. He was like Woody Woodpecker. Oh god. I, I hate, hate Woody Woodpecker. Oh my god. The worst. Woody Woodpecker's <laughs> an asshole. Well, just He's a bully. <laughs> He's obnoxious. He's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You went there. That's right. I'm, I'm calling you out, Woody Woodpecker. Come get me. Fight me and my grandpa. He's from like the 1930s, so I'm sure his creator is long dead. 40s. 40s. <laughs> yeah, you're just a nerd for different stuff. Yeah, a nerd for I'm just a nerd for things that people aren't into right now. Yeah. I don't like superheroes. But I love Daffy Duck. So you're a nerd and a hipster, kind of, then. You're trying I'm to... a hipster? Yeah, well, right. well, if you're into stuff that's not popular anymore, you're a bit of a hipster. It's not my fault. I want it to be popular. Oh, wait, are you saying Bugs Bunny isn't popular? Who here loves Bugs Bunny? Hey. I'm not trying to hate on Bugs Bunny. I'm just saying, I don't think, I don't see that many kids who are like, oh, I gotta go watch Looney Tunes. That's because kids are into, like, fucking... GTA yeah. Roblox. Oh yeah, God, my yeah. son plays Roblox all the time. Big in the Roblox, son? No, not that. <laughs> no, he better not be anymore. He still plays Minecraft though. Sometimes, right? I don't know if I'm outing you. Uh uh. Because I have Minecraft. Find out what a vagina looks like. For God's sake. <laughs> it's about time. Grandpa agrees. <laughs> Even 15, yeah. I know he's six feet tall. But oh shit! Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yes, if it was a lot. You know what? It's not time. Vaginas don't exist. Wait for this. Come with me and watch Bugs Bunny. There's no vaginas. Not a vagina to be found. Except for when Bugs dresses up. Yeah. Like I always found it funny. It's like he thinks it's a woman. He wants to fuck him. And then he sees the tail and he's like. Ah! Is that transphobia or just... Or just you don't like rabbits? That whole dynamic is extremely bizarre. It is. Um, well, do you have a, a question for Jim? Before I do my last couple years? Why, well, yes I do. Okay. Oh, I thought you came prepared and I was ready. Jeff. Yeah. Who is your best friend in grade school? And do you have a story about them? I didn't have friends in grade school. I was short. Did you want to be your friend? I wasn't very social. Oh, damn. No, it's funny. Okay. I had friends, but they were fair weathered. Because I had a Sega Genesis and a Super Nintendo. Those kind of friends. Yeah. And your mom was cooking pre-dinner dinner. Oh, she was making cheese garlic bread for my fair weathered friends. Do you want some? Sure. Ah, just eating some meat garlic bread. <laughs> Do you have a favorite food? I don't know if that's a weird question to ask. Fried chicken. I gotta stay away from that shit. Mary Brown. <laughs> Do you have a favorite fried chicken plate? You know it's Popeyes. 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 Why? Because of the cartoon connection? 
Agagagagag. Hey, Jeff, eat some chicken. That's my Popeye impression. Just eat spinach if you're a Popeye fan. I'm not that big a fan. He's not going to push me into spinach. That Bugs Bunny, I eat carrots because of Bugs Bunny as a kid. Oh, right. Really? Okay. I sat around the table and pretended I was a rabbit. That's why I didn't have any friends. Because <laughs> I shit like that. I was 14. His age. <laughs> so you're doing better than me. <laughs> Well, I want to know if you've ever had a supernatural experience or something you, you couldn't explain. I've never believed in ghosts, but I've been smoking so much weed. <laughs> I live in such an old building that every time I hear a noise, I'm like, shit, do they exist? I've had those moments for yeah. sure. I don't believe in them, them, but I'm just like, if they do, I don't want to upset them by not believing in them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't believe in me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm high! <laughs> But no, I, I never had a supernatural type of brain. No, no. Nothing weird. We were like, what the fuck was that? Yes, but I was very high, so okay. no. So it was easy to write off the next day. Yeah. Fair. It's probably just a homeless person screaming in the streets. <laughs> Help me. I live on Bank Street. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which part of Bank? The part with the screaming hobos. <laughs> just open your ear and you'll find me. Follow the whales. Yes. yes. Uh, do you have a big pet peeve? There's so many. Okay, well, let's hear them. Top three, maybe? I don't dwell on them, let me think. I just, I mean, like, I'm sure everyone agrees, just people who just, just liars. But for no good reason. Just people who just, you can tell they're full of shit. The dream for like, the thrill of lying. Like, I gotta talk to this person like they're not full of shit. <laughs> you see right through it. Instead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read you like a book, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, it's people who reverse into parking spaces. I, I love, actually love sorry if you're one of those. I think those people are. I don't know why. I know it's safe to get out and all that, but no. It's a safety what? issue. Is it? Is it a safety issue? Yes, it is. Wait, wait, wait. You mean they're doing it as like a safety precaution? Or yes, is it is. It's oh, a safety really? precaution. Sorry to tell you that. Either. No, that's okay. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear us talk about parkings. It's super riveting shit. I've never driven a car. In your whole life? A go-kart? My aunt tried to teach me, and I'm like... This is bullshit. <laughs> I'm not going to continue this. My I'm wife, driver. I got to call out my wife here because she's had her G1 like five times, I think. And she always lets it expire before taking it to the next level. Me and Matt will learn together. Oh, so she, she's going to learn with my oldest, yeah. She's not going to learn. She's like me. Let <laughs> her be. Yeah. I'm not the one pushing for it ever, no. You drive your wife around. I do. Honestly, it makes me feel like I have like worth and value for sure. Because she's so amazing. She's an ICU nurse. She's just a, an amazing human being. So I'm like, I can drive you to work. <laughs> a little bit of you know, ego right. boost. So if she didn't have a job, you respected. You'd be like, take the bus. <laughs> you want the shopper's drug mart? Have fun walking. <laughs> you can buy bus passes there. <laughs> oh man. I don't know what I was worried about. This is amazing, man. <laughs> oh, we I think we're, are we good? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Try, I, he's watching the time. I'm, I lose track of time easily. So, are we like we're in the in the pocket? Yeah, we're in the pocket. Give me that big last question. Another five. Yeah. All right. Sure. That's right. Time flies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're admitting you have no friends and can't drive, pretty much out of it. Does anyone from the audience have a question for Jeff? To show how unprepared I am, not having enough questions. Anyone want to know anything about this? <laughs> anything. Fuck. Open book right here. No? All right. I, was, I was hoping you would impersonate Marge Simpson. I'll do... If anyone watches Simpsons now, 
That voice actress is on her oh, deathbed. Yeah, she's on I'll do old Marge. Okay. Homie! <laughs> Kill me, homie! I'm 87 years old! <laughs> they gotta cancel that fucking show. They just keep backing up money trust Elderly. Oh, yeah. But she's the only one where you can really hear it. Well, that's because she talks like this. That's going to kill your throat. Yeah. Do you notice it in Selma and Patty, too? I guess it's all across. They've always sound like shit, though. I can do a good Selma. Okay. Now say, my name is Homer Simpson, the lowly dog, in a dog's voice. Yeah, I think that deserves a round of applause. That's my only skill. I used to be able to do a pretty good Frank. Let's hear it. Well, I, uh, my calculations, uh... Pretty good, right? That's good! Yeah. Oh, thank you! <laughs> That's a good thing! Uh, yeah, give, me one, give me one, I'll give you one. Give me uh, a sense of voice. Okay. Let's do, uh, Mr. Burns. Smithers. <laughs> Smithers. <laughs> oh my god. Smithers. That was the wrong... Oh yeah, do a poo! Area doesn't do a poo anymore, so I'm not supposed to use a bitch. I'm scared, I'm like you. You interviewed Biff naked. You're a. That's the marker? Yeah. For being okay with. No, I don't I can't. I can't got Biff on your side. I can do a better Burns than you, I think, though. Oh, what's Wow, your... okay, Oprah, let's fucking hear it. Smithers! 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 Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. What's wrong with your voice? Sector 7A. Yeah. G. <laughs> Wait, what? Do Dr. Hibbert. Dr. That one I'll do just because the laugh. I can do the laugh. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Yeah, nice. I don't know if this is what people came to see. No! This is the worst part of the interview. No one likes it. No one's letting me. How are we having that five minutes? Pretty good? I think it's time to move on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Insolent old man! Yeah, you're asking for another roast over there with that kind of comment. Alright, well, thank you so much. Though. Oh, of course. And well, of course, get everybody come back up and On to the purple page. The colors don't really matter. Um, this is a guest I'm very excited to talk to. She has been on the show before. She's a return guest. She was originally on in uh, February of 2020, moments before the pandemic, episode 17, I believe. Uh, but so much has happened in her life since then. She won the Yuck Yucks competition here, the Mike McDonald Summer Comedy Competition, uh, which ended last September. Yeah, she's a very talented improviser. She was just on a JFL showcase here in May, which is interesting because last time I spoke to her, she said that she views comedy as more of a hobby, but some of those accomplishments would say otherwise, so we'll, we'll ask her about it. Uh, it's Christina Muir, everybody. Whose name I can impressively spell from memory. Muirberger, M-U-E-H-L-B-E-R-G-E-R. -E -E that was amazing. Right? Follow me. Um, don't, it's just pictures of my baby. How are you? I am so nervous right now. Really? I don't know how to sit. Um, I thought I was going to be on a, oh God, a panel with four people. I'm very tired. And then I got here and it was like, it's one-on-one. -on -one, and I texted my husband being like, oh, and he just wrote, oh no. Oh. <laughs> and I have not heard from him since. I think he's worried about... He's like, you haven't had a sane conversation with me since December when I birthed our son. This is going to go poorly for you. And I went, I don't think that's wrong. 
Okay. Nonsense. We were one on one when we podcasted in my basement, and that went just. Was far lazy. less sleep deprived. Jeff did Simpsons impersonations. I went in the bathroom before coming stage and found a dried num num. Benedict kid is like a cardboard cracker. It was just dried in my hair, and I showered before the show. So it's been in there for a while. It's in there. It was still there. Anyways, how are you? Pretty good. I don't know. It's in an awkward way to sit. I don't know that I can boast as many crazy life developments as you had in the last few years. Very few people can. Thank you. I want to know uh, what were the best. I'm a woman, so I checked them all off. Just kidding. <laughs> well, That's I, a joke. That was sarcasm. Your husband seems like a cool dude. I want to say. He's a very cool dude. Let's no, not talk like, about him. No. Yeah, whatever. I he's saw fine. him like rocking out on stage. He's got some dance. He's moves. open for like I don't know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Is that what they're called? Is it? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I know them, but yeah, he's open. Yeah, he open for them. Damn. Yeah, he's way cooler than me. You should have him here. <laughs> well, you can come on the pod. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. breastfeed at two in the morning because he sucks. So he's less sleep deprived than me. Well, let's get into that then. What has been the, the biggest joys and the biggest challenges from buying a house, getting married, and having a baby? This audience always already wants Jeff back. <laughs> like, bring the Simpsons back. She's just talking about motherhood. Uh, no, well, I'm a parent. I relate to this. I want to know. Yeah. It's a huge yeah, I hope Jeff doesn't tell my son when he's 15 to find a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will not be bringing him to Yuck um, the biggest, it's a big two years, yeah, it's in the last two years, all of those things happened. Uh, the coolest thing, I mean, getting married was really cool, I didn't think I'd get married. I uh, married a divorced dad, who I think on our, like, third date was like, I never want to get married again. And I was like, we're just seeing each other casually. <laughs> um, he's like, I do nothing casual. Um, so that was exciting, I really enjoyed our wedding, we got married in December. Uh, in our apartment because I really wanted to make sure he didn't back out. <laughs> and then I got pregnant really fast. <laughs> I'm like, I'm locking you in. You open for Earth, Wind, and Fire. You're <laughs> a Canadian band. You're going places. Um, I love my husband. So that was really exciting. Obviously, having a baby was really exciting. I had him in December, so he's six months old now. He's I remember asking you to come on the pod in November, and you were like, no, no. fucking way. <laughs> I know, Howard was like, do you want to do a weekend at the end of November? I was like, no, I can't walk anywhere. Yeah, you don't want your water to break up. Oh, know. God, I was peeing my pants all the time. I still am. <laughs> <laughs> you said to get vulnerable, I am wearing, like, period underwear, because I could pee at any moment. <laughs> my partner was also like, don't grab your boobs on stage, because I'm constantly just like, mm, okay. I've got a little bit of time left before these bad boys leave. You've been doing stand up though, so you've been getting back out there. Yeah, I've done some shows. I've done about 10 shows maybe since. But how have you pivoted on your, your viewpoint with your comedy career? Because you used to always kind of be, oh well, this is more of a hobby, much to the chagrin of other comics who see how hilarious you are. And, Thank you. Well, um, no, it's true though. You kill it on stage, and to be just like. Yeah, keep it casual I'm sure that infuriates many people <laughs> still firmly keeping it casual okay yeah but yeah. you did a, a JFL showcase so what I did they call you I think most Ottawa comedians did um not, not this guy <laughs> <laughs> That's uh yeah it was really fun it was a cool experience to do it it's really just doing your best 
six minutes more nervous than usual, is how I describe it. But if they were to call you and say, like, hey, we want you in Montreal for the first That would be a super fun time, and then I'll go back to my job. <laughs> so no matter what, like, no, yeah. no one's going to rope you into this is your full-time gig. No, no. Not happening. No, okay. no, no. Um, one thing I really want to talk to you about, because I thought it was so cool, is your little boy is already a movie star. Oh my god, he is. He was in a made-for-TV Christmas movie, which we have a lot of those. Oh, it's not on. a Christmas movie. It's oh, called, it's not? It's called Murder for Mommy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was It does have Melissa Joan Hart, right? She was holding your child. Oh. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, if you don't remember. Like, we all know Melissa Joan Hart, right? Right? Yeah. Drive into the depths of Gatineau. Truly, I'm the worst mom already. That's like an open call for a four-month-old. I'm like, yep, here we go, baby. He is cast. He's adorable. Look him up. Very and um, just find me after the show. I'll show you pictures. And uh, so we get the call. I also think it's gonna be like a Hallmark Christmas movie, and he's gonna be like a cute little Christmas. There's so many in Ottawa. No, it's called Murder for Mommy. It's based on a true story of a woman who gets her daughter to murder the stepdad who's abusive. It's very dark. Oh. And my son plays baby Sammy, the brother of the murderer. Oh. Yeah. Does he like witness the murder or anything? He doesn't, but he witnesses a moment where she goes, you're a dirty slut. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but then he made $250 and I was like, it's worth it! <laughs> and then you get home and the first words are like, Daddy sweat. <laughs> Already made more money than I have in comedy. Like it is crazy. That's a pretty cool way to start your life. I gotta say. Melissa Joan Hart. I went up to her and I was like, I'm sorry, Sabrina. And she looked at me like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Part of my life is over. My apologies. Also, now she's playing the grandma. Oh. Like that's how Hollywood goes. You know? Is she yeah. that old? No. Is she forties or something? Or you're the grandma in Hollywood now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. And she was a professional. She had to keep reminding me, being like, by the way, your son should be having a break now. And I was like, this boy can work all day. <laughs> <laughs> Use your magic powers, Sabrina. You got this. It's fine. He's weak. Strengthen him. <laughs> Oh, that's really, really cool. That I know you are a big fan of Christina's. I have to imagine you've got a good question for her in store. Oh, no. <laughs> a lot of pressure. I didn't know there was going to be pressure like this. Right? <laughs> I also didn't know there was going to be pressure. We literally so talked about the same thing. So, uh, congratulations on your little boy. Thank you. Now, what I want to know is, have your views changed on what is funny or comedy in general since becoming a mom? Yeah, I'd say I don't do a lot of comedy about my son. I don't find parenting all that funny, to be honest. It's dark most of the time. Uh, so no, I don't think a lot's changed for me. I think always like a, a few funny things will happen with my son in particular, or with my husband sort of co-parenting and going through the stresses that are hating each other most days. And uh, from parenting. But then I'll think to myself, is there an original take on this? And if not, I don't talk about it. Because there's already one billion people talking about being married or, mm -hmm. you know, raising kids on stage that if I haven't thought of an interesting take on it or I think something unique has happened, like the Sabrina the Teenage Witch thing, I think Very it's quite unique. funny. I haven't yeah. talked about it on stage till now, but maybe I will. Um, I, I don't use it in any of my comedy, though. No. Cool. Um, well, I actually kind of want to, well, no, first I want to ask you this, if you had any crazy pregnancy dreams, because I hear this is quite common. Oh, I don't 
think so. I always just have crazy dreams. Oh, like, give me one of those then. Mm -hmm. What's the weirdest dream where you woke up and you were just like, what is wrong with me? I have like a recurring dream, if anyone knows what this is about, where I'm a mermaid. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, and like just fun things happen. But I'll wake up in the morning and I'll turn to my husband and be like, oh, I was a mermaid again. And he'll be like, I was filing our taxes. And I'm like, what a sad existence <laughs> dream. Yeah, I love that mermaid dream. Right? Or I'm a merman, not like we're mermen or rescuing me or something. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to think, I don't think I've ever gotten a deep enough sleep pregnant to have two crazy dreams because they're just like uncomfortable all the time and peeing all the time. And what were your weirdest cravings during that time? I didn't have many cravings. Someone asked me this the other day. The weirdest craving I had, I think I only ever had two, and one was for Nestle Smarties ice cream, which I don't even think is deemed ice cream. I think it's frozen dessert because oh, it doesn't yeah. have enough dairy in it to be Extra bad for you. Yeah, and the other one was, you know those chocolate bars that were popular in like the 1960s, the Charleston Chew? Super easy to track down for you. Yeah, my husband had to go, he went to North Gore and oh found it. Oh my god, that's the dedication. I'm sorry, I pushed a baby out. Yeah, Holy fuck. Well, this one time I had to take the highway a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so hard for you. I have vaginal tears, but yeah, totally. <laughs> sorry, you had to get a big turk. <laughs> oh man. Uh, one thing I want to do with you, because we did this when you came on the podcast, uh, you're a great improviser, you do Fringe Fest and all these yeah. amazing shows. Yeah. I was on the improv team in high school, but pretty rusty since then. But I had a lot of fun doing a little improv thing with you, where we okay. did classic The Alphabet game, where you do a scene and your sentence has to start. Oh my god, I should have Googled The Alphabet, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> I think we got this. We learned it quite some time ago. Just if the audience can yell the letter out. Yeah, yeah, so you guys can spot us. And X and Z can go fuck themselves, because everyone knows those are a little bit tricky. Xylophone? Yeah, no. Okay. Exactly counts for X, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, so and here, here's the scene, okay? Okay. The scene is your baby is with Sabrina. You know the premise of improv is that you don't come with. Well, I come with. A, yeah, yeah, fine. I'm not gonna ask you. Anything. I really wanted to do this one. Okay. I don't have anything premeditated though. I'm ready. Though. I'm ready. So Melissa Joan Hart is yes. telling you that she thinks your child is actually a witch. Now, do you want to play Melissa Joan Hart, or this do you want to play you? from my religious upbringing that this one can really. <laughs> do you want to play you or Melissa Joan Hart? I'd prefer to play Melissa Joan Hart. Okay, I'll play you. Okay. <laughs> and do you want to? You can start. Actually, there's something I need to bring up with you before the scene starts. But we're about to start filming. Can you just give me one minute to tell you something super important? Don't really have time, but I guess so. Eventually you're going to find out on your own, but your son is a witch. A wizard? A witch. A warlock. A warlock, I mean. Uh, fuck, are you serious? <laughs> Gosh, I didn't want to be the one to tell you, but yes, I've noticed a few things between takes. Holy moly, are you saying he's some kind of devil child? I am. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. All I can think of is kaleidoscope. That starts with a C, I'm pretty sure, actually. Uh, is it a K? Okay, my bad. Uh, K, are you... Are you okay to go forward with the scene, or do you want to do an exorcism? <laughs> Love to. <laughs> Mom? She's on set with me. She's very good at exorcisms. Nana is what everyone else has been calling her. Okay, to begin with, we're going to just put our hands on the boy, and we're going to call out, Be Gone, Witch! Oh, projectile vomit everywhere. Oh, did I miss a letter? <laughs> 
Oh shit, it was O. Oh, I did say O though. O! Oh, projectile vomit is everywhere. What am I on next? Uh oh. Piss me, this is hard work. <laughs> quiet down now, quiet down. Try to do an exorcism. Uh, usually, this would. Oh, <laughs> Sitting on it. Oh yeah, it's under your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rough start. <laughs> hey, hey, Oliver. Hey, man. I've, I've listened to a lot of your stuff for a long time, but in preparation for this, I, I've been really binging your stuff. So, if it's okay with you, I actually wanted to start off with my impression of you. Is that all right? Yeah, I'll do it. This is my impression of you being asked why you're here in Ottawa tonight. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, doing this uh, podcast thing, I don't know. Some guy, uh, Os Oscar George, I think, I don't know, it seemed like a fuckface. Um, uh, I was not expecting a huge turnout, but you know, I'm a nice guy, I'll go. Like, uh, fuck, do you have a microphone on me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm 
flying up at home. Well, I didn't botch that. All right, cool. We actually have tons in common, I've been discovering, too. We both have three kids. Right both divorced and share custody. Okay. Both have had hernia. Oh, shit. I wanted to ask you about that. That's kind of where I wanted to start because not a lot of people have experienced that, and I saw you posting about that. I just got mine fixed, yeah, like uh, two months ago. What kind was it, if I can? Um, umbilical. Oh, I had inguinal. The, the, the groin. Oh, oh, yeah. You had a lizard growing out of your fucking ass. terrible. It's like, you know, the groin area on the side, kind of. I, I had that when I was a little kid. When I was yeah, I had it once at I eight. had a double. Seriously? Yeah, yeah I had one when I was eight and one when I was like 25 on the other side. Did your nuts get really big? I don't remember. <laughs> I think you would remember that. And that fucking struggle, because well, I don't know how long I live with it, but fucking the eight year old, you're going up to your mom, who else the fuck are you going to tell? I'm like, mom, this fucking, I don't think this is a little too big. I heard about puberty, but I'm like, I don't think I want it. And she's like, no. There's no fucking testicles that are supposed to be the size of your soccer ball. <laughs> I thought so. I should be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the other one, you just had, you're talking umbilical. So umbilical, like, yeah. And that one, like honestly, I had it for like eight years. And this thing, I'm older and older. It never really caused me any pain. It just, I thought somebody took a photograph of me at the wrong angle. And I'm like, that, that, nah, God. You look like a fat fucking asshole. I didn't want to exercise, so I just said, I'll get the fucking the hernia fixed. So you were aware that you had it for eight years, and you just... Oh, yeah, I was aware. It's well, I You ever seen the Total Recall with the little good fucking guy had the fucking little I was every fucking Thanksgiving dinner, I'm like, fuck, I'm the butterball turkey that's ready. Try to tuck it back in, and it's... So I just, I didn't want to exercise, so I'm like, I could fucking trim off two inches off my bed nice. and just by getting, a, yeah. by getting an operation. So okay. you must feel pretty svelte now then? I do feel pretty svelte. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, talking about No kids. one else agrees with us, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a matter of opinion. Yeah. Before. <laughs> I want to talk about kids and parenting because uh, I heard you talking about, I thought this was hilarious, just the way that you phrased this. Because one of your children graduated high school recently. Yeah, a few weeks ago. And I thought most people would put my youngest kid just graduated, but you made the distinction of saying my last kid. Which I thought was very telling. Uh, and I want to know, have you had the snip? Is that why you put that? No, well, the last one that I'm aware of. <laughs> Kids was uh, a really bad injury your son had, where he 
got all broke his, up. broke his arm. He got all coked up. No, dope. Morphine and all these types of ketamine. Things. That's what they fucking give little kids. They give them ketamine to reset bones. I'm like, fucking break my arm and bone his sweetheart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he fucked up his arm really bad. That was that's an old album, but yeah, he's. I had you on a shuffle playlist. He's like 285 pounds now. He's. Oh wow. Yeah, he wow. breaks. Arms. How old are your kids? If I can ask. Well, you can't ask. I don't think I want to tell you because in, in my act they're still fucking little. What do I pull a surprise winning writer? Fifteen years ago. No, they're uh, 23, 22, and 17. Oh, exciting ages. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do some crazy shit at those ages? Yeah, exactly. Why, well, as a parent, it's not exciting. Oh, it's yeah. fucking stressful. Look, my oldest daughter is in Greece right now. And I'm like, man, if I was going to Greece, I would want to fuck everybody. Oh, no, my daughter! bitch! <laughs> 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 Yeah, especially with the girls. You know, my it's daughter's like a, almost 13. I don't know, how old are you, Oliver? I'm uh, going to be 38 in December. 38, so I'm, I just turned 50. And I actually have... You don't look it. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Shut up. 50 <laughs> But I, I, I have friends, like I said, I have friends your age too in our business. You know, we have friends all the yeah. But I mean, I have friends 40 to 50 that are having their first kid. Ever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you crazy? And they're like, yeah, well, you're lucky you're out of the woods. This is so hard. I mean, baby, it's fuck all. Yeah. Baby, oh, it's shit. Uh, who cares? So it's not like a 17 year old likes her first boy. I got a girl in fucking Greece. My daughter's in Santorini right now. They made a fucking documentary about the fuck fest of Santorini. <laughs> A baby shit somewhere other than a diaper. Oh fuck, panic attack. Oh, babies cry. I can't sleep at night. Fucking imagine your daughter in a documentary in Santorini. Sweet dreams, Daniel. So you're fucking like, I have my kid are all at an age where they can get stopped for drinking and driving and shit. It's, it's very stressful. My kids are, uh, he's almost 15, my daughter's almost 13, and then I got a six-year-old, so the older two, you know. You a virgin, buddy? <laughs> I fucking hope so. Why? You want your son to be a fucking loser? <laughs> Dude, I pre hope to take it to Santorini, just in case. Please, please don't lose your virginity in an orgy. And <laughs> Of like in the, It'll like, be a greasy orgy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More like because they like fucking in the ass, no? <laughs> I'm not privy to that information. <laughs> red Caligula, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? The Santorini's very romantic, so maybe she'll she'll fall in love. Maybe it'll go the other way. Maybe it won't be a lewd situation. I don't like somehow you make that better. She's in love. No, you don't want to be a grandpa. This guy that's fucking my daughter loves her. Oh, that makes it so much better. It's gonna happen. Why didn't you say so? She 
me? Is that jizz in your hair? He loves me! Beautiful. What a nice story. I'm not gonna try to well all tonight. I tried to get you and it didn't work. No, listen, I, I love this for, for the record. I love my children. I, you know, whatever. I just love them, but they're fucking soul-sucking fuck. <laughs> what, are the, what are the older two, the boys up to? Uh, so it's girl, boy, girl. Oh, my, so my oldest is a girl, my youngest is a girl. Uh, my boy just moved out uh, with his girlfriend, actually, recently, with last weekend. Uh, well, July 1st, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ken, that's what, it's moving day in Quebec. We don't do Canada Day, it's moving day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's true though, true story. You fucking Google it. There's no one no day. It's moving day. That's what it's called. <coughs> so I help him and his girlfriend move into a place. Nice place. Whatever. You know, nice girl. I don't know. <laughs> you know this is being recorded. <laughs> uh, so that's what he's doing. He work. Uh, he work at a very high, fine dining restaurant. Uh, my daughter also worked in a restaurant. So lately I've actually been fantasizing. Like, you know, you go to, you know, and you go to a really nice restaurant and it's run good and it's always busy no matter when you go. It's so fun. Like, oh my God, that was so fun to own a place like that. I'm like, oh my God, my son could run the kitchen. My daughter could run the front of the house. I could be like fucking Rocky just walking through. Like, hey, what the fuck? Hey, this is my fucking Juno nomination. You don't get a trophy or anything. I would make one because I fucking own the restaurant. <laughs> And then, uh, like, I just asked my son, my son did graphic arts in school, in college. Okay. And I'm like, hey, can you make me a poster? No, I don't like working with my dad. I'm like, my <laughs> restaurant dreams are quickly going out. The <laughs> yeah, that's not going to pan out. How are you on quitting smoking? I've heard that's a struggle you're taking on right now. <laughs> yeah, I just started to struggle. It's a little easy there. I don't like this. Well, I smoked for nine years. I say that as someone who quits smoking. Nine years. Look at that. I started at 13. I was an early bloomer, if that counts for anything. Do you smoke yet? What's your son's name? What's your name? His name's Maverick. Maverick? No shit. Yeah. Cool name. Yeah. She doesn't get bullied at all. That's He's also six feet tall at 14, so that's got to help. Perfect, yeah. His ass is nice and high, so he can just go straight out. <laughs> when you do so. Maverick does not like the Maverick jokes. You should have mentioned he was six foot tall before I said like a problem. <laughs> uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, smoking, smoking. Smoking, yeah. So I bought this book called uh, Alan Carr's Easy way to quit smoking. That's the only step I've taken toward quitting smoking. It also should be noted I have not read a complete book in 13 years. So audiobooks then. I'm actually 40 pages into this one though. I, I kind of I kind of want to quit. I kind of want to quit. It's good for you. But I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but like it's a fucking slippery slope. I'm a stand-up comedian, so I'm like, uh, like I, I want to live longer. But I can't really afford to live too long, so <laughs> find the sweet spot. Like I'll quit smoking at like say 57 and then die at 57 and a half. <laughs> like six months I see, oh my god, my food tastes so good. I saw that you were, uh, correct me if I'm wrong,
wrong, but you were Robert Englund's stunt double in 2007 in a, a film called Black Swarm. How the fuck? What the kind of re Oh yeah, right, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost. How what cool was that, that experience right? like? You know, was he just as cool as Freddy Krueger, right? That's pretty uh, crazy. The Freddy Krueger part was really cool, and then fucking he likes really to talk about himself. Oh yeah? He pulls up the <laughs> And club. the theater, he's a very... He plays Freddy Krueger. This was a shitty B movie where... Not, it's a perfect bee movie, but it was like a really about bees, killer bee, like oh, oh, uh, oh, genetically yeah. modified bees, Black Swarm, you know But now he's talking about when he did the run of fucking Hamlet in London, and I'm like, okay, brother. Please kill me with get your bee sting fucking acne put on now. Uh, <laughs> no, no, he was cool. He was, he, he was very normal. But I mean, he's an actor talking to, and I'm an actor. But I mean, among me, you're just like I don't, I don't relate to any of this. Like yeah. you know, Dame fucking Judy Dench one time, <laughs> fucking showed up drunk and barfed on your lap. I don't What did you do stunt wise for him? Like what was so? Here was the thing. I was just starting in show business at the time, uh, and uh, the stunt coordinator of our of that show was. Uh, the head stunt guy in the city. And so there was a young girl actor in this movie, and this, so they, they, the little girl needed a stunt kid, whatever. So the kid ended up being the stunt coordinator's daughter, oh. which makes sense, stay in the family business, whatever. But now I'm like, I would love to get into the stunt game in, in the city and making good with this guy. So I fucking sold it. But like, so there was a big explosion that we have to like, you know, when they explode and you have to go, ah, and you go flying. Whatever. Land on a mat or something? Land on a mat, that's right. Because like the camera's here, right? And you're running toward the camera, explosion, and then, pa And I fucking sold it. That's see, I'm like, fucking, ah! And we both land on the mat. And then the director's like, all right, turn it around. So now I have to do the same action, except now the camera's back here catching me fucking. Now I have to fuck jump in the end. Gravel is where I now have to land. Oh. And I have to save the little girl too, because I want to impress the stunt guy. Oh. So I'm like, Gata! And then I fucking let her land on me, and I'm landing on the gravel. Mm. And I'm like, ah, maybe I'll tell dick jokes. This is stunt shit. It's a little much. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I'm sure my dad's got a question for you. Because my dad, I should also say, is a huge fan of yours. So when, when we landed this interview, he was very stoked. Yeah, I can tell by all the World of Warcraft he's been playing since. <laughs> I was listening today, Derek, to, uh, to a bit that you did um, about all the magical beings we associate with the various holidays, you know, like right. Santa, the Easter Bunny, all that. Yeah, yeah. So, my question is, what magical being should we have for moving day. For <laughs> Canada Day. For Canada Day. Uh, well, Canada Day, uh, I don't know, like a, a, a beaver whose teeth fell out and gives blowjobs for free. <laughs> Just came up with that right now. It may not be good. Beavers are cute, but those fucking teeth are intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, government of Canada again. Moving Day, there actually is. When you're moving your children, there is a little mascot for Moving Day, and the, 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 that thing just loses things that you don't want your children to have anymore, <laughs> and replaces them with new things that you think they should have, like a camera <laughs> that they don't know where you put it exactly. <laughs> Stealth mode, yeah. What's uh, the most scared you've ever been in your life? 
maybe it's the Santorini thing. <laughs> no, I don't know. You know what? Like I, I have to say, my, my, I have really good kid. I think if they, if they were really a problem, I probably wouldn't be able to joke about it. Of course. Yeah. But Jamie specifically, who's in Greece right now, is such a good person. She's just really, you know, she's a, she feels a lot. She she loves a boy right now that I, she shouldn't, but <laughs> it's true. But, yeah, not that kind of love, you fucking jerk. <laughs> Only I can say that. Don't even take it. <laughs> Although, there's a good story about that, which has maybe inspired the little gross love joke I told before. How did I tell that story? How about that? Yeah, it involved a holiday too, like your dad asked about the holiday. So, at Halloween, you guys remember, this is like three Halloween ago, remember Netflix and Chill became like a, yeah. like mm -hmm. a, uh, a, whatever, a saying, euphemism, whatever, euphemism, yeah. that's it. Uh, for watching net putting on Netflix and banging on the sofa or whatever. I think that's what it meant, right? Yeah, we're doing something like that. <laughs> so at the time, my so my 14-year-old, 13 or 14-year-old at the time, comes home and said, Dad, I, we picked our Halloween costume. Me and Emma are going to go as Netflix and chill. They want us to, so we, they made us go buy iron-on letters to put on the t-shirt, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I didn't, I'd never heard of this. I didn't know what this was. So as I'm doing my little fucking art and craft with this idiot, my girlfriend's like, really? You're letting your daughter go as fucking Netflix and chill? I'm like, what's wrong with that? Netflix is but it's fine. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, Andy, go get the t-shirt. So while I sent Andy down to get the t-shirt that her older sister offered to her, she had the red t-shirt, Emma's going to do, so it's going to be whatever, white letter on the red t-shirt and red letter on the white t-shirt. So Andy go downstairs to get the red t-shirt that her sister told her she could have. While she's down there, Angela is explaining to me what Netflix and chill actually mean. <laughs> Andy go downstairs, bring up the red t-shirt. Oh man, I had to dig this out of the bottom of Jamie's hamper. See, she said I could have it, but she, I guess she wore it. And she bring it up and she's, I'm like, well, okay, whatever. You have to put it inside out. She fucking, so this red t-shirt, Jamie's boyfriend that clearly used as a fucking company. Oh. Oh. She turned it inside out. I'm like, oh, that man, I'm not fucking ironing anything on that. Going as a ghost, shut the fuck up. It's not, but it's whatever. But at least that one's true. Well, I want to thank you again for doing this. I do want to ask you one last question, which we've been asking everybody this season, uh, which is what is the shittiest job you've ever had and why? Oh, shittiest job was probably door-to-door -door, uh, sales of fucking pressure washing people's aluminum siding. Oh. Yeah, but I did it for like fucking an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy, with, the guy that hired me, this is 1990. And people were like trying to start their own businesses. They were so excited about it. They really want, they believe, I guess, in their thing. And I'm whatever, 17 year old. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that. I just went to the right up. But he would stand there, like, try to witness. And uh, so I ended up, I went to somebody's house. I'm like, okay, let's, let's try that neighborhood, whatever. I somehow convinced him to bring me to a neighborhood where I said I knew people. And I made him bring me to my friend's house. I think, no, no, let me talk to you. I'm like, going like this with the pamphlet. I'm like, please fucking let me in the house. I never want to fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh yeah, and the pamphlet. Oh, and she invite me in. I'm like, oh, hey. I'm not gonna, it never came out. <laughs> 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 
that was the sales. It's funny, I did call center too for a second. That's right. Dude, I couldn't, and I'm so shy. Just, <laughs> I know, it's crazy. <laughs> this is fine, don't, if you come talk to me after the show, I'll be fucking kicking pebbles. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't throw jizz at me, I'm really shy. <laughs> Anything to do with, uh, yeah, trying to convince people they need some bullshit that I know is garbage. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Call centers are bad. I never actually did the job, but I, when I lived in Sudbury for three months, don't do it if you can avoid it. Um, and there was this place that was kind of known around town that you could go there and get like three weeks of training and get paid for it all, and then everybody would just peace out before they actually right, right, had their first day on the job. Fair. Yeah, we sweet. Three weeks of training to right? call and rip old people off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like excessive training. Yeah. I didn't make it through. We were putting out the fucking Captain Americas of embezzlement over here. You know what's crazy too? After two weeks, I, I had an opportunity to come back to Ottawa and I really wanted to go. There's something fun going on. And I wanted to get out early on the Friday that week. And I did what I knew wouldn't be questioned, and I told the trainer that I had shit my pants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because I knew she wouldn't, you know, front on that. And sure enough, I got out of there pretty quick. The fact that you're telling that story like this tells me that you never actually shit your pants. <laughs> uh, well, what age are we Well, some about? people have, so why don't you just fucking chill out with the makeup? No, I know, I know. Fake excuse. <laughs> Now I ended up in stand-up comedy. I worked at an advertising agency at one point, but I made the mistake the day after Taco Tuesday wearing a fucking tan suit to work. <laughs> now I'm a comedian. <laughs> I shit in the boardroom. I had one when I was, I think, 17 was the last time I did that as a fairly grown-up person. And it was after a night of drinking tequila. Got off the bus coming back from Blackburn Hamlet and at the top of the hill where the old Pizza Hut was in Beacon Hill. And I thought I could make it to my parents' place. It was probably about a 10 minute walk. Dude, I was at work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was giving a presentation. I was like, so, some of these colors are blue and orange. And what we got, ah! You know, the sudden fucking, ah! And then fucking try to sprint out of the fucking, you know. <laughs> From the pizza hut to your parents' house, there's very little shame there. I, I time too. There's nine ladies there just watching my fucking tan suit become less and less tan as I'm running out of the fucking border. Yeah, you win, you win. <laughs> Did mom ever tell you when that happened or no? I don't believe I've heard that story. Yeah, because I was like at the end of your street and it was either I shit my pants or I shit on my neighbor's lawn. <laughs> and I chose the former. Yeah. Show us your pants. Some things I don't need yeah. to know. Well, because I was well, about to be home. If we're telling fucking shit on your neighbor's lawn story, <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> we got time. We got time. We got to have to make this a double episode. <laughs> it's, funny. it's funny. I'm in town this week to go to Blues Fest. Oh, right. Yeah, which is the park, and there's portal. Like, I have it. It's weird. I have I have Like, I, even though I shit in the boardroom in my own fucking suit. I don't, like, I haven't, maybe because I have a shit thing. I probably just didn't get enough shit done before I left, but I don't shit at work or at school or in a yuck yucks. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I don't, I have a really weird shitting policy. <laughs> I get that, I totally get that. But I also am a raging alcoholic. And fucking, I do mushrooms all the time. Like, it's amazing that I've only shit my pants a few times. <laughs> 
this isn't even a shit in my past story. It's just like maybe like something could have happened. But Blues Fest is one of those outdoor concerts, right? Mm -hmm. There's not gonna be like there's porta potties there. Yeah. There's always a huge lineup. Nobody sucks. Yeah, yeah. I am not fucking nasty. Yeah. So you too was in Montreal doing one of the outdoor concerts, and I've done so much mushroom, and I'm like, oh my god, I just. I, it was almost over. I almost made it to the end, but not quite. And I just started meandering, and I'm fucked up. I did, and I had broken up with my girlfriend this time. But I just like crossed the, the Carrie Expressway. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Nope. Just wandered into a, a neighborhood, whatever. And then I'm like, oh my god, I got a shit, and lie down, and I'm like, fuck. So I just fucking pass out on somebody's lawn. Before I lose consciousness, I call my ex-girlfriend. I'm like, I'm lost in fucking Cote <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Ugh. And that's it. <laughs> Fucking, she found me. <laughs> she found me and got me to a toilet before I shit my pants. <laughs> She's my fucking girlfriend again. That's a keeper, yeah, that's a keeper. She chipped me, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> she said, you find me? Oh, yeah. Shit, man, well, I guess that's about it. Uh, I'm so, so thrilled you were doing this. Do you have any questions, Maverick? <laughs> I had a 15-year-old son uh, seven years ago. Do you want to know what happens? Hello. <laughs> Here's some advice, because my son did this mistake. Uh, I don't know, who, who's your best friend? Uh, I've got a few. Terry's definitely. Okay. He was my best friend. Okay. Does he have any kids? Yes, he does. Well, how old are his kids? Uh, I gotta have to ask him. Oh, no, I should probably know that. Five and two. Five and two. Five I want to say wrong friend. Who of your dad? Who of your dad's friends have a daughter that's about your age? I don't. That's a fucking good answer, Maverick. Good work. That was the advice I was headed toward. If ever dad shows up with somebody though that does have a daughter approximately your age. You can bang her, just be careful. <laughs> this advice is really going nowhere. <laughs> just be careful. Just be careful. Yes. <laughs> be careful when you bang everybody, actually, man. Right? Be careful. It's funny, funny, Say please and thank you all the way through it. I love how involved Maverick's gotten in this episode. <laughs> he was trying not to be too, he was acting like, I hate comedy shit. <laughs> this is his first time at a comedy club, so right. you know, good experience, yeah. And thank you, Howard, for letting him come. I wasn't sure if he'd be allowed, being 14, but... <laughs> now he's let him in, we're doing shots later, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can do all this if my kids are out of the fucking It's done. It's done. It's done. <laughs> well, not really. She's 17, but she, let's be honest, she drinks. Come on. <laughs> all right, I'm going <laughs> to. Child services are going to be looking. <laughs> Thanks for having me, buddy. This is <laughs> and everybody, he's here this weekend. If you want to see the only thing that's going to stand up as opposed to this interview. <laughs> Pretty well the same thing, except I'm not sitting down and standing up. I'll still be singing jizz all around the room. But I am here Friday, Saturday here at the. Please, Academy. please show up. Yeah, we'll right. sell out. So. Okay. All right, and thank you so much, everybody.